We there yet? We there yet? The podcast with Rich Kiamko. Ah, that's me. (laughs) Okay, so we're here. Welcome to WTY We There Yet podcast. I'm Rich Kiamko, and I'm here today with Krista Commodore. There's an N in there. You I said it that. properly, right? Did I? Congratulations! I, I, I cannot believe this is ha- this is so, just a little backstory. Um, the last time we spoke, I think was it was during early pandemic, maybe the first year, second year. But I mean, it's all kind of a blur. But you were, weren't you in Europe? Were you in France? I mean, I feel like I had a dream. You were <laughs> calling me from France. I remember talking to you. I was outside the bathroom at school and. Paris. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so a little closer to your Okay. But uh so yeah, you were and so there was these stories in my head. I'm like, there were people in class, but there's like a pandemic happening, and I'm like, what is she doing? And also clown school. Oh, what what were you studying? Was it I was classic? I was uh studying theater. Theater Echo Philippe Gaulier. Right, but was there a clowning class? There there was clown he's known he's known for clowning because Sasha Baron Cohen went to school there. Right. And so if clowning is only a, maybe a month, but everyone knows him for clown. Right. Yeah. So I mean I just remember thinking you understand, everything is so distorted. The world I'm like we're living like inside in little turrets and all that kind of is happening very early pandemic. And then you're discussing bits and pieces you know emotional stuff but stuff about the work and i'm just thinking clowns in a pandemic you know just it'd be just just little pieces i'm grabbing from like my memory i mean there's a lot of things have happened between then and like now but i'm just sitting uh you know the my feed on my laptop is showing me uh like lumeric's got talent and then there's just very annoying character (laughs) Like, I was just like, get to your song. I was so invested, <laughs> right? And I literally was like, okay, f- fuck this person's dream board, their vision board. Uh, and I just felt like a part of me was like, oh, so they have like a, maybe they did the artist way too. I did the artist way so many times since like 90. And I'm a comedian today because of the artist way and the vision board and all that. But I'm like, you can't bring, just get to the, you know, it was so good. <laughs> and then at the end, it's like, oh my God, it's Krista. I mean, I literally was like, I almost... I almost like said, I don't care. I hate this even more than I hate Heidi Klum. You know, (laughs) I only say that because Heidi Klum hates comics. You know, I don't don't say she hates them, but she's she's the hardest to win over. Right. So I'm just like, oh, my God. It would be just like, of course, she was the one that was most lenient. She's like waiting, 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 waiting. And then anyway, I, I was just so thrilled. But I was also like. Did that just happen? Wait, is she is she still in clown camp? Like this is all in my head, you know? And so I'm just like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna text her on WhatsApp and text her on my regular phone. Where is she now? Well, she's obviously in America. She did that. So that's that's my like that's the entry point of why I'm here. Like, oh my God, I wonder what happened, you know? And one, what was like, is this what was the journey to come up with that character? And did they know? Because I'm reading the I'm reading like these kabillion views on TikTok and everything. 
And people are like, I can't believe they were mean to him. I can't believe that. And like half of them haven't even watched the whole thing. And they're already, this is, this is so like the universe of, of, of humanity now. You watch people have very clear opinions without having all the information. <laughs> and then they're fighting for their opinion. This is like, this is like a, the micro of the macro. This is like, this is how life, this is how the universe is. People have very strong opinions and they're going to fight. And they don't even have a fully informed opinion. But they're fighting on whatever. I mean, everything's kind of a. I, I, I have to go through. A, I have. I can only microdose social media because it just makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. But I was. I was reading some of the comments and like some people are defending this character or you, the character you show, and others are like, you know, screw this person. Blah 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 blah. blah. I'm like, he never played the song. I'm like, it's not even a guy. Like you know. So what? What was it that? How did you come up with it? How did you decide to bring it to America's Got Talent? And as people are arguing on, on the, they all knew. Did they know? Or is this all like, do the producers like have a secret agenda? Like they don't want to tell the judges just to like pop it on them. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's funny. Back to the comments are 16,000 comments and you can basically summarize it down to a few. First, that wasn't funny at all. Uh, second was that poor guy. Um, do you know it's a, that's not a guy. That's a, you know, so it's really, it's really funny. Um, and actually Sonny's, Sonny's Instagram itself. I, I looked at, I haven't looked at Sonny's Instagram until today. And there are all these supportive messages from people and it's so beautiful. Um, it's really, really touching that people were encouraging him. Did you, did you make the Sonny Instagram before it, America's Got Talent? You're like, oh, shoot, I made this character. I better make an Instagram. Like, what was, how long has Sonny existed before, in, before America's Got Talent? Well, it's, I created Sonny specifically for America's Got Talent. Oh, my God. It's Sunny. So you came didn't into riff. My life. You didn't riff, and then like, oh, I'm going to use this, and I'm going to use it. You just thought what you had a strategy of like. Did you have a vision, a dream board of how to approach America's Got Talent? Well, it's interesting because I first auditioned for them in 2018 as as Krista Commodore with my stand up, and and I I just I love their staff. I love their casting directors, their producers. They've always been so positive and encouraging, and sent us tapes. So I've always wanted to get on America's Got Wait, Talent. Wait, send us tapes. What does that mean? Oh, like in 2018, um, one of the casting directors I was working with, she was being a cheerleader, and she's like, oh, go out and do it again and send me a tape. of." Oh, okay. And um, so I just really, first of all, I just really love their staff. You know, they really want to make people look as good as possible. Mm, um, mm, mm, mm. In my in my experience. Well, it makes sense. Like, wouldn't they want to have the most interesting, I mean, people at their peak, I mean, it'd be weird to be like sabotaging people for a great one of the greatest shows on earth. Like, yeah. it'd be weird. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 inter- So so it's exciting because the way the character came about, I, I actually created a character when I was in France, um, at at school, and the character was named Mister Saturday Night. Okay. Okay. Which is this very very charactery like really fake mustache right 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 like you're not fooling anybody fake mustache right right and it was the one thing that i had success with at school like i i bombed like every day like i could take a couple steps out on stage and i would get kicked off stage like it was just it was intense wait that character or that was the only one that didn't bomb that's the only one that didn't bomb people love mr saturday night and people were actually talking to me as if i was as if it they would talk about mr saturday night at lunch 
and they really liked him. They're like, you know what would Saturday Night would say? <laughs> and um, so that was exciting. So it was, it was the idea of, in that workshop, was the idea of creating a character that your own mother wouldn't recognize you. Nice. So I fell in love with that character, and I started performing that character on stage when I came back to New York. And the first time I did him on stage, it's funny, people, people were like, oh, it's like Andy Kaufman, just because it was a total immersion into this insane character. Right, 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 right. And so I had, before I auditioned for AGT, so the first open call was in November, I'd signed up for it, and I got COVID for a couple of weeks, and I was still exhausted after the COVID, and um, and I, I didn't even want to do the audition. Mm, I was like... Mm. I was like hoping, I saw the date coming and I was like, God, I hope they just don't email me. And it was also, uh, I think, a little bit of self-sabotage. Right, right, right. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's a huge opportunity. So, of course, yeah. And my, my shadow will come out and go like, why? Why do it? Exactly. And I mean, 70,000 people submit Wow. to audition, to perform on that show. And so this number was in my head with the COVID fatigue. And I was like, why, sh why should I even bother? And so I actually hadn't prepared anything um, because I was I was so exhausted from the COVID. I was like, I'm just going to do this character, Mr. Saturday Night. And you're doing it. This is first for like a casting person, right? Yeah, they have um, they have a total of six open calls from November to um, end of February. And um, so the first time I, I'd never done it before on, on Zoom. Uh, oh, it was on Zoom. It was on Zoom. Okay. It was on Zoom. And so so I just I got I, I put the green screen down. Mr. Saturday Night had like a pastoral background. Um because I wanted I wanted them to think that I was actually like in, in West Virginia where where, right, right, where, right, right, where right, this right. character was from. And so I got totally dressed um in in this crazy outfit. Like the one you had or just <clears throat> something of that totally different. Like a red zip up sweater, um uh like black and white camouflage cargo pants like wild hair okay but it wasn't it wasn't like a cowboy hat mustache thing it was like a guy but like just kind of weird it was like a dude you know oh, it was a dude okay. with um with a very very fake mustache okay okay and um so so i logged into the thing and i was like well, i don't know why i'm doing this and then i got so exhausted and it was the first open call so i waited i waited a long time which, you know, if you're in person, it's going to take a long time. But I was just sitting in front of my computer, like, ready to go. And an hour went by, like, an hour and a half went by. Oh, my God, you're sitting here waiting for Zoom, a Zoom audition. Oh, my God, that's so great. That's It's kind of a – for actors, it's like waiting outside a, uh, a room to audition is one thing. But then you're in your apartment. Right, right. <laughs> On edge, but in your apartment. On edge, waiting, waiting, because it's like, we're going to let you in soon. And then I just got so exhausted. I was like, forget this. I was like, I'm going to take everything down. I, I don't care. And then I said, just just bring out your yoga mat and take a little nap. So I turned up the volume so that I could hear the volume when it was time for me to audition. And uh, I took a little nap. And then I, I slept for a while. And then I woke up and I had all this energy. Mm. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool because the first round of auditions, is, uh, there are like 12 people in the room with you. And... They're like lip syncing into their all all different types of talents. It's really if you've never done it, just just to see what it's like. So it's twelve people cool. on a group Zoom, one at a time, auditioning in front of other people. Right. Oh my god, it's crazy! It's amazing. That's crazy. It's amazing. They're like these kids with their parents, and they're all in glitter, and like everybody's just there because they they want to be on the show. They have a dream. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I just, I, I, when I woke up, I just, I saw this group Zoom, and I, I started dancing like a chicken. <laughs> That's what my character did. He, I danced like a chicken. I started improvising with people in the room. Um, there was a guy with like a mustache and a cowboy hat. And I was like, "Hey, my brother from Tennessee," <laughs> you know, like yeah, just yeah, 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 being yeah. dumb, just being yeah. really dumb and cheering people on in the room. And because I thought I have no chance at all, so I'm just going to. Oh, because you're all totally waiting nice. in that room together, and one at a time, you disappear into a thing. You're not watching everyone. You watch everyone. Oh my god! You watch everyone. Wow. And, and well, I, at least it's better than just you and some casting person on a zoo. At least there's other, you know. God, yeah. it's still weird. It's still weird, but it's cool. Wow. It's totally, it's very strange. It's very strange. And so I just did the dumbest stuff I could do. Um, because it, like the premise of clown is you just, you do things not because there's a reason, but because people are laughing. So mm -hmm. if people laugh, you just do the same thing. Like, oh, when I do this, I don't know why it's funny, but people are laughing. So I'll just keep doing this until it doesn't work. So I just, I just did the dumbest stuff I could do. A lot of stuff with egg shakers and then, at the end, I played the song, um, and I was shocked when they said, "Oh, so and so and so and so, just hang out for a little bit, and everybody else can go away." And I was really surprised because I didn't think I would be chosen. Wow! I had no idea. It was that's... like I, I did everything I could do not to be chosen. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's the magic. You're not trying at all, right? Yeah. Oh my God! So then they had you come back. Or they hung out, and so what did, they, what did they say to you? So I hung out, and they said, um, we'll send you another link so you can audition for the executive producer, and they'll film it. So I did that, and I, I really... So what do you do for that if you were just fucking around? Did I, you remember what you fucked around with? Well, they said, just do more. They're like, just do more. Just get totally ridiculous. <laughs> and, um, okay. and, and the mustache kept falling off, and that's what they really loved, that the mustache kept falling off, and that it was just like... This this woman pretending to be this weird dude. Right, 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 um, right, right. And so I got really lucky because, um, and so if people haven't auditioned before, I'm just like, just keep going back, just go to every open call, go a couple times because you don't know who's gonna see you right, that right, um, right. that might fall in love with what you're what what you're doing. Um, wow, wow. So now now 150 million people are gonna audition, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, so then, so then that you had the executive one and what did you do there? What was the more, what did more look like? Uh, well, I did the thing with the egg shakers. Um, well, the mustache just kept falling. I, I was a mess. Basically they, they really, I think loved the mess. Right. And I had these egg shakers and I, at one point it was really sweet because the guy I was auditioning for, I, I said, here, why don't you take them? And, and he put his hands up to the screen and as if he took them and it was just so sweet. And, um, yeah, so I just did a bunch of ridiculous stuff, and at the end he said, "You made my day," and um, and you know I think as a as a comedian I don't think about like I feel like sometimes I just do it for myself and it's not for other people, and I think with the whole AGT journey, I realize that comedy is a gift for for other people, right, right, um, or just even like the insanity of the show, just people didn't think about themselves for that eight minutes. Right. They were just looking at that dumb guy on TV. Well, was I, so I was annoying. like, everything stopped. Whatever <laughs> deadlines I had, whatever I was rushing to. Yeah, I don't, okay. I really have shit to do, but I can't stop watching this. Right. Wow. I was so invested. I'm like, ugh, oh, God, even Hi Hi why hasn't Heidi pulled? The why is not she not? Pressed the I can't believe. She 
I'm so happy. I wait. So that's something you did. The, you did the thing. He made. He, he said he made your day, or you made his day, and then, and then I I didn't hear anything. It was like two months. So nothing. They're like, okay, thank you, and then nothing. Right. And so you don't even know. There's I not like, no hey, we'll idea. get back to you. You're just like, okay. Exactly. Exactly. So that was November. So and then at the end of January. I got something from the casting director that said, oh, they want you to audition again. I said, oh, well, why? What did I need so wait, to do? So wait, so I just want to get the timeline. So you did it November. You snapped into the thing. You fell asleep. You did. You messed around. Chicken dance. Same day, <laughs> you just waited a longer and you did it again for that executive. Yeah. Okay, so it was all that one sweaty, napping yoga <laughs> day. Got it. All that one day. And then two months And you were like, why? Or two and a half, almost three months. Yeah, yeah. So you're almost like, three months. And you said to them, how dare you? What did you say? Like, well, it was, there was just that, that self-sabotaging thing that was like, I don't even want to do this or forget them, you know. I'm going to give them a bad audition. <laughs> just so. That would be a great premise for us, <laughs> like a like a, a dark comedy. The person just keeps trying to fuck up the audition and they love it even more. Right, right. right. Well, that's kind of, that's what it felt like. <laughs> The first, the first Trust me, watching you on AGT, I'm like, this person cannot destroy themselves more. Everything you've dreamt of, you are becoming the biggest self-sabotage on the biggest stage. Yes. The world's largest stage. Uh, uh, the uh, number of people from the number of countries that watch that. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Yeah. So, yeah, end of January, the casting director says they want to see you back. And I wrote, I was like, why? <laughs> Wait, is there something I need to do differently? And... um and then I saw that it was for another open call. And it's so funny because the, my arrogance came out. I was like, well, I've already, <laughs> they've already taped it for the, why do I have to go back for another open call? And I was like, I'm not going to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'll show them. I'll show Watch them. me isolate. <laughs> right. So that was the first thought. And then the next thought was, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to play the song the best I can because I barely played the song. So I, I went, I got a, vo I went to a vo voice lesson. I really practiced the song. I made sure the mustache stayed on. I put a lot of glue and, um, and I worked with this really mean mime because I, I wanted to improve my, my performance. And, uh, so it's funny because I, so again, I, I saw somebody before I saw someone and I did an audition for them. They're like, Oh, you're back. I was like, yeah. And, um, and then they sent, there's like, Oh, they, they want to, they said to send you through. Um, so I auditioned again and they were like, Oh, you sang really well. <laughs> you didn't, you, you like did a lot of messed up stuff last time. I was oh. like, I was like, yeah, I wanted to be more together this time. They're like, well, we, we, we really liked what you did last time. <laughs> <laughs> we like to be less prepared. <laughs> right. 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 Well, that kind of, right. Because now maybe you look too polished. What was the point? It, it looked too polished. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't that joyful fun. So um, they said, we love what you're doing. We love everything that, that you're doing. And, um, but, you know, you know, if you're going to pull this off, you need to look like a real person. Um, so then I went back and in about 10 days, I created Sunny. I created the whole act. So that it could be, you know, something that it wasn't just such a mess. Right. There had to be an arc. So now, I mean, did you, I think of it as like uh, 
a very elaborate mouse trap, like the game mouse trap. You have all the little things that have to be. Tra- Do you know that game? It's a board game. Yeah, thing. yeah. So there's so many little traps. So like, in your audition, did you know that you were going to be able to take them through all those little traps? Like, once they had you sing the song, did you know you were going to tune it? And then after that, if you tuned it, would you have another trap to not actually sing the song? Like, how many little diversions did you have in your pocket? Like, did you? Were these all? Were you ready with all these little things? Yeah, I had a bunch of different games, like just to, the whole thing of like, let me play a game with the judges, let me play a game with the audience, right? And I actually had more. I was a little sad that I didn't get to do all of them. I mean, it was a long. Trust me, you were like, how much more could you possibly do to us? <laughs> yeah, there were a couple other things that I that I had done when I worked it at open mics and at shows here in New York City, and. um that I was able to get to, and eventually I would play the song because I'd run out of things. Mm. So I had about 10 minutes of act before I'd end up playing the song. Right, right. So if they had just let me go, I could probably, I would have gotten to the song just by, because I'd run out of it. Right. But yeah, nine times out of 10 here in New York, I would I would play the song. Okay. And so what, so this was, you were, no, so that happened in January, but then were you, running this sunny idea for like a week at open mics to figure it out or how long did you have to run the sunny because you were doing it in france before but not quite that but now you were gonna have a very specific audition with a bunch of traps i'm saying traps but like games right well they they said you know they wanted me to keep coming back because they're like you need to we need to make sure that you can fool people right um so yeah i worked the whole thing at, at it was amazing. I couldn't. I couldn't believe how quickly the whole thing came together. Literally in ten days, it came together. And then where did you go? And who, uh, did you say, "Hey, I've got this call back. I need to work on something. Can I get time?" Yeah. And who who gave you time? Like, where did you go? Um, there was a fellow named Matthew Silver. Who's he's actually this viral guy. He's just amazing, really kind, sweetheart. And he ran a couple shows, and he gave me time. Um, there, there was an open mic at the, like I went to the tiny cupboard. I went to St. Mark's comedy. I went, I went, I kind of went everywhere. Uh, because for me, I was just like, you know, let me just run it as much as possible. Let me get it out of being in character land and to a a person to fully live it, to fully live it. And so I would hang out before mics. So that was like 10 days of just hitting a million mics. No, it was, it was months. It was oh, months. wow. Okay. Because am I going, how did you get there in 10 days? I mean, am I, why did I say 10 days? Where did the number come from? Oh, well, I created Sunny in 10 days. Oh, okay. Okay. And it was this whole thing. I was going to bring a violin. Like, I ordered all these violins, and it took a while just to kind of hone in. Were they like Amazon violins? You could return them? Or did you have a room they were Amazon violins. <laughs> there was like a silent fight. I had a lot of dumb ideas. Right, 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 right. That I worked out in those 10 days. And um, and then I watched a lot of AGT just to see what other people, what were contestants like, mm-hmm. because I wanted to make sure, you know, and just these ideas of like the contestant, everyone has a dream and, and, um, but yeah, I worked it out at all these mics and I fooled all these guys and I'd hang out before the mic and people were like, where are you from cowboy? And it was just, so it, it helped so actually, fun. it probably helped you really live it. Yeah. Right. Because you had to like, well, I better have all this backstory. Well, you got to live the backstory backstage, and then, wow. And then, yeah. Uh, oh, idea. How? How? Like, how did the art? Did the? Would you? So you would get to play the song. And then, I mean, obviously, we didn't see. Can I? 
Well, I guess everyone at this point, when this people hear this, they have to look up Sunny. And it's Chatham, C H A Sunny A S U N N Y, C H A T U M, like Chatham. Yes, yes. But people, there's hashtags. I I looked it up, and the hashtags are all different. There's like people have their own hashtag, like really Chatham, you know T H A M, which is not. I didn't know people were hashtagging. Well, it just it just it just puts what's trending and what people are looking for. So I guess because you say Chatham, people will think. It's T H A M. Yeah. Because chat um is kind of. It's an odd, yeah. But it's obviously the character. You, you spelled it for the character's name. It's not, there's not like some tribe of people that came from wherever. Right. From right. the Paris, the original Paris, Texas, or Normandy, <laughs> Texas, or whatever. Right? <laughs> Poor people in Paris, Texas. I know they're all like, fuck with that me. girl, guy. <laughs> That's the thing. People are still arguing. That guy sucks. It's not a guy. Like, they didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. They didn't watch the whole thing. I mean, literally, it's like when people do a test and they just, and at the end of the test, it says, do not do anything. And they all filled out the whole test. It's like a trick of like, you didn't read directions. Well, it's interesting because the TikTok and Instagram, the views are so much higher than the YouTube views. Mm. So people have just watched that, uh, that section and that's it. Like there are like five, 50 million views on TikTok and Instagram total. And there's like a 1 million on on uh, YouTube, so they just haven't watched the whole. Well, even the, the, the whole fact that I saw wasn't all of it, right? It's right. like it doesn't have this whole. It doesn't show Sunny showing the dream board. The well, for me, it's vision board. I'm like, excuse me, it's a vision board, not a dream board. <laughs> but it's funnier to say dream. Did you did you decide to call it a dream board as opposed to vision board? Because I think I always called it a dream board. How dare you? <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> and it, that idea came from when I was. Oh, in- that's the question. Was it? Was this? Was that dream board? Your actual dream board was that the dream board within the dream board, like in your dream, you're going to do this show, but you didn't see yourself as Sunny, you saw yourself as you, or did you say, you know what, I'm going to build this character, and it's going to go, it's going to be here, and it's going to have a, like, like, well, it, it's funny because so I kept coming back to the to meeting with these producers to show them the progress, and um, I have I have a dream board on my wall, and before I did before I did the the set for the producers, I was like, I should show them my dream board. And I was like, no, show them Sonny's dream board. Right, right. And so I think the night before I, I met with them again, I put the whole dream board together and I went to, I went to, um, I had I had it printed out. Yeah, I saw it, it was a printout. It wasn't like cutouts. It was yeah, obviously. It was very intentional. Right, 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 right. You definitely like <laughs> Canva. You paid for the, paid the Canva. Right, right. I, I, I got the, <laughs> The pay for camera, not the free. I don't know if the camera has a <laughs> subscription. But you pay. It sounds like, like you paid for the free app to like make that artwork. Right, right. <laughs> there was a lot of time that spent on that. But I love it. And also, I just look at Sophia, and I, I, I also now, now was this a choice? Did your character? <laughs> I can't wait. I just need to know. <laughs> Did you decide to pick Sophia Vergara over Heidi Klum just to make Heidi jealous? Or just because of your I character? Just didn't my, my, I just, you know, when you're on these interview calls with them, they're like, what's your favorite? Who's your favorite? I was like, Sophia's my favorite judge. Because she's just like, I don't know. I just think she's amazing. Yeah. Not well, like, I also feel like, like she's, Heidi isn't, but she's just kind of the, the, she seems like the ambassador for. And I don't know. She's. Because she takes a lot. She has all these elements that are just so adorable. And she's like real. 
and she's also more like I just feel like Heidi is like you're gonna it's Ryder it's you you will you could die by Heidi but with <laughs> Sophia she'll kill you but she's also you know I just feel like safer with Sophia yeah, and I just I, I love her as an actress and as a comedian. Right. And I mean, she's also just she's spectacular, so brilliant, and spectacular, well rounded, and and um, I just I really I kind of I look up to her, just right. as like a woman who's out there as an actor. And right, comedian. right, right. Has yeah. her power, has all this sexiness, but is also like sharp, but also goofy, and all these like yeah. Uh, it was. I mean, it's interesting because also how he said like. I have a dream board of you leave, you know, like it was so vision. He's vision, board. vision board, but like a vision of you. Leave. But it was also like Howie, that was snarky. Like, I feel like he's usually more like comedian uh, support just because he's, you know, he is a yeah. comic, like a full. I made him so mad though. Yeah. I made him so yeah. mad. It was, and then he was so, he was so like, right. Cause you pull, you really, you pulled it off. Yeah. It was amazing. But now I cry when I watch that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what when you're up there and this is happening? Wait. So we didn't. We, I don't want to skip anything. So then you you came back. You did the. They said we need to do it messier. Did you come? So you came back again. Yeah, I kept coming back. I did. How probably, many times did you come back? I did like ten auditions. Oh my god! So how many times did you? So the yeah. next time after you did like whatever a month or two or how long of Sunny did you practice Sunny and all these mics? Uh for about yeah it was about a month because i i did the actual audition in mid-april in pasadena wow oh so you they filmed it yeah because i was like where did you shoot that okay it was so cool yeah they flew me out they put me in a hotel i I just i had so much fun and it's cool because you're in a hotel with all these other people who are who are auditioning so you just see people walking around the hallways you know right and they're all like oh my god it's happening so so you had all that time and then when you got to Pasadena you had already auditioned what nine other times at least it was like 10 and then I had a bunch of phone calls my my voicemail is still sunny because I thought because there was a whole thing like I didn't want there were people they they didn't want many people to know oh so you were just so you were still so that's it so there's another layer within a layer so some people were in on it and others you were, they're like, go present yourself as Sonny, only as Sonny, and right. no one's going to know. Right. So that way they didn't leak out. So then this way the judges obviously did not know. No, I don't think they knew. I mean, I think it would be people were like, oh, it's scripted. I was like, you know how much we'd have to rehearse that? Because it was so, it's like that magic of improv, right? That right. And so and, perfectly and done. And also, but could, could Heidi Klum do improv? I don't know. No, she was hilarious. She was great. Oh my she was God. she was right in. And, but I'm just saying, because the I just don't. I don't I mean. Look, I mean, I could probably do improv and do all kinds of things. I don't know. I know nothing right. about her other than her supermodel glamour, kind of that world, and my own bias of like, oh my God, you were mean to all these different comics. I know. Like so, in my head, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I'm so afraid of her. So she must do nothing. Like my kind of dismissal of her. Yeah. But, but it makes it, um, uh, Julia Scotty. You know, as uh, uh, her previous comedian name was Rick Scotty. You know, the the trans, Mm -hmm. the the first openly trans uh, comedian on TV. Uh, uh, Well, AGT. It was a big surprise, and they did. So I asked her because I interviewed her, and she said none of them knew. And they also said the producers like, you don't have to come out. You just you whatever you want to do. So it wasn't planned that. She was gonna do stand up as this elderly woman, and she may never have revealed that she was trans. 
but it was like and it just kind of blew up that whole thing in that own kind of odd way or not odd but like you know surprise surprise but so that's why i was curious because i'm like well if they left the producers knew but they didn't want the 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 judges to know that maybe yours was yours is the same so maybe i don't know but are any of them set up we don't know i mean i only know you your sample and and hers so i love it so then what was happening when you were backstage before you go up and you're like terry cruz so he didn't know he was just like you're some dude in a cowboy hat he didn't know and i was the last act of the day and they, they filmed two shows a day so they'd been there for four hours so people are already cranky <clears throat> Yeah. So they also decided to put you at the end because it would be perfect. They're going to be so impatient. Right. And also right. because frequently when I perform, it's hard to put someone after me because it's just such a, like that, can you imagine someone doing straight stand-up after that? Like, <laughs> right, or a song, a ballad. Person, the poor person because everyone's, you know, their focus is everywhere. Right, and right, right. Their minds right. are kind of. Well, they've also been on an emotional journey of like, kill this person. Oh, my God, that killed me. But now yeah. how, what's the. Well, I guess so that happens. And then you, what did you, what did it feel like? Cause the room hated you. I was surprised because when I would do it in New York, people would feel sorry for me or they would think they would say, Oh, that was so heartwarming. Like I would go at the end of these horrible open mics with all the, you know, dick jokes and all that stuff. Right, right, and right. they would say, Oh, that was so uplifting. And so I was legitimately floored. <laughs> I lost the audience. I didn't think they were going to, I, I didn't think I was going to get that you, response. Oh, cause I, figured, I figured, well, she's done this <laughs> to like see how far you can annoy people. But people always loved me. They really, really? they really, they felt, well, here's, they so, felt for him. But, but, the and they were willing to the, ride But the it, context yeah. is you were only doing this character in like alt rooms that were like open mics, right? It wasn't like, you didn't go into like a Saturday night primetime to drink minimum dinner crowd right no i did it just i mean i did it some kind of gnarly you know open mics right with right. all bro energy right but they were just supportive because i guess it's a dude right right yeah. it's a dude who's so in my head too as i'm watching i'm going oh but you know this person might be just neurodiverse and is not getting context but maybe they have a really good song that we get to hear, but like, oh my God, this person is completely nervous. And so I had a, a few, I mean, one layer was like, set them on fire. I can't deal with so this. So your brain was doing all these acrobatics while you were watching. Right. But then also, I'm just like, oh, this, oh. are they taking advantage of a person who's neurodiverse? This is, this is outrageous. They're here to humiliate a person that's not going to get the context clues, but like, okay, it makes great TV and, you know, they're going to vilify this person. You know, I'm, I'm doing all of that. All that while I'm watching, I'm like, well, I don't care if this person's neurodiverse. Fuck it, <laughs> you know. Like in my mind, I'm like, I'm just over it. If you can't get these context clues, who let you through? You know, in my head, because it's like there's a whole process before someone gets on that stage. They're not. There's not just. They make it, but they make you think there's just people yeah. standing outside waiting in line for. It's a huge process, right? So they to get, really to vet even you. be in that little room. It's like you, that doesn't just happen. You, yeah, there's a whole you know and background checks and. Yeah, There's they also so need to much. know they also because what what was the sh there was some show, right? Oh my god, well that was the the one of the bachelors on the dating game was like had already been arrested for assaulting women and then he ended up being this killer. You know, it was like that's a whole other. Wow. But this is like in the seventies or some sixties seventies. Yeah. People didn't do you couldn't do background checks mm -hmm. in that way in that 
I don't know, people TV didn't care in those days. Yeah, and everything I brought out with me, they it had to be vetted. They they needed they needed to know what was in my pockets and that I would show and right. And, they don't want um, you pulling out. I don't know some political thing or some like right kill right the president or what I don't know whatever yeah crazy stuff because you because you're also an odd character right so they don't anything could happen you don't anything know anything could happen now who did you see the kid oh god what's his name now the the dancing no he wasn't on your episode the the kid that did the all the dance the was all in glitter and no it was a different show I, I just i can't think of his name now garcia was his last name but uh Oh, I don't, I don't. He's like a 10 year old kid from New York who like was bullied and does all these great. Oh yes, I saw him. Oh, you did? I did. I saw him. He He was was on your show? He was one of the first episodes. Oh. Yeah, it was really sweet. It was so sweet. I I mean, I, you know, as a gay man who danced way too much as a, according to the bullies, way too much. You know, I watched, I watched every episode and I was, maybe because I had, you know, a dog in the race, but right, I, was right. just, I was just crying. <laughs> yeah. Well, every There's time I watch AGT, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, just put one more image on your dream board, vision board. Now you're making me say dream board, vision board, vision board. <laughs> I'm in the, la- I come <laughs> the, from the land of vision boards. The proper terminology, vision boards. <laughs> But if your people call it dream boards, I support that. It's my part of the country that call in your in your my region we call them dream boards. My region they call them dream boards. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> so much fun. But when I was backstage, I was on my knees with my arms in the air, praying to the mysterious force. Like and And everyone probably thought you were like some Christian from Paris, Texas, yeah. praying to the Lord. Yeah. But when I do that, like I feel energy. Yeah. And I was just giving it up because I, I, I was just like, I don't know how this is going to go. My goal was to get four X's and not play the song. That's like, I was like, if as long as you do that, you've succeeded. It doesn't, I, I was surprised that anyone gave me yeses. I right, was right. totally shocked. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But it's also because you fooled them all. Right. So there's like, Oh my God, you did it. Although. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if people were going to be mad that I fooled them. Right. It's, right. it could go either. Like I was shocked that the audience turned in that way. And I was literally, I was, I was on stage and they were, I didn't even know what they were shouting. I was, I was like lost. I was lost. They were shouting things. I was like, I just know that I lost everybody and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> right. But so you, you lost them, but you're like, well, I guess I'm going to, you're just going to keep doing, you know, you have in your, in your mind, you already have a, you have this obstacle course. You're still going to bring them through. Yeah. Regardless. Of, it's just, it's like, this is an added layer. Like, okay, they all hate me now. <laughs> I yeah. Lost the, Cause I, it's so weird to think, cause I was thinking if you did these, I might be like, fuck this guy. Okay. Give them, it's, it's, don't burn the light with this one. Like give them the one minute, like get them off. Like it's yeah. so annoying. But he would confuse people. They would forget to give me the light. Oh really? Because they would get so wrapped up in his story. Right. And what was happening. Well, that's great. It's right? so great. That's when you know it's like whatever you're doing is working. It's so great. Like there's this old time comedian, his name's Spatz. And we were talking one day and he's like, well, my goal was always so that when people would leave the theater, they could not remember where they parked their car. And I thought, oh, that's a great goal. Just to get people so, you know, they just forget about everything. Right. Like, like you said, you went through this whole process of yeah. of watching it. I'm like, oh my god, who have I become that I'm that I now that I now like don't want this person to, person to succeed 
you know, okay, just why is that app open? Sorry. We're still recording. Sorry. <laughs> it's so fun to talk about all this because I haven't really yeah, talked I mean, about it. Like so, then at what at the end, like they're they're fooled, and you're so now. I saw that you only pulled the top mustache off, but what was the bottom? I mean, I'm thinking, oh my god, did she grow a real one on the bottom? Like, like how how far did she go in France? Is she like got armpit hair and a goatee? Like, I didn't know. <laughs> she did. What is she taking? Why didn't she take the bottom off? And you didn't. And I was I was in my head. I was like, now she'll pull off the cowboy hat and then pull out this like giant mane of like you know kardashian <laughs> hair or something i don't know i was just trying to in my head or you're like you'll have a sofia vergara wig get oh underneath my God. yeah right <laughs> and then you'll just you'll pull off the thing and you'll have like the same matching gown that that be the, the only thing left would be you to pull off your cowboy outfit and have the same outfit she had That'd be hilarious. that would be so funny You'd be like sofia i love you <laughs> i am you <laughs> Right, I want to be you. <laughs> yeah. well, that would that'd be really creepy too. <laughs> that'd be really bis- disturbing. Yeah. Right, but it would be like, how much crazier could it get? They'd be like, what's happening? Right, right. But this was it was so glued on um, because I would always have trouble with the bottom. It would always kind of come up at the edges, and so oh. we really we really tacked it down. So who's we? Well, they they were. Originally, we were gonna um, film like the whole transformation, like audition, uh, me before, me changing, and then um, Sunny afterwards. So they were filming it anyway, just in case for B roll or whatever. Well, I thought that that we were gonna do that, but I guess the act itself was just so long that they didn't have time, mm-hmm. um, or maybe they decided because. Well, we give it away too. Yeah, they weren't sure if they wanted to have everyone at home know what was going on. And right. have that be be in on it, right? So it's better to have all these options and then decide in editing what to do, right? Right. Right. So when I watched it on TV, I was kind of disappointed <laughs> because I thought, oh, I thought it was it was going to be like this, and right, right, and um, and also there were um, I think I I was I was up there way longer, um, and they really they had to cut it down to make sure it it fit on television, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. It was already long. So what else? What happened that didn't didn't get shown um the egg shaker the egg shaker ladybug thing and it's interesting because i i kept trying to go down to the desk because my my goal was to be able to be so close to them that i would fool them so i kept trying to get down to the desk and they were just like no 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 and it was actually really funny because i thought that i thought that would be really funny to show on tv this very clown moment of you know trying to go down the stairs no trying to go no and so I thought that would be really funny, but but they did such an amazing job. At, I can't even imagine how hard that must have been to to edit to edit between the audience, between the judges, and yeah, they, and they got they did get they job. get they got these reaction shots from people like like that couldn't believe. Oh my gosh! And Heidi, the reactions with her. I mean, when I watch it now, I just like I spit. I laugh so hard that I spit. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right. but she, I think she was so kind, and. I really see her as being kind because she gave him so much rope. Right. Well, that's you the know, thing that was interesting. She like, gave him so much rope. Because I've seen her also, like, not like – so in my head, I'm like, it's amazing she's the one that's giving the most rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I can see why she, she said no because, I mean, I, I don't know. My interpretation is if you give someone so much rope because you really want to give them a chance and then you realize you're fooled, you're like, nah. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I don't like being fooled my my father i grew up with a father who loved 
practical jokes. Oh, and I really have so this is some trauma your, around but it. That's part of, but the, but the, the, it's, this is but this is the beauty of like the artist <laughs> who transforms the trauma, right? Right. You took something that was deeply wounding. Deep, deeply wounding. Right. Like I was but still the, the complaining kind of, about it years ago. Yeah, the kind yeah. of the betrayal from your primary caregivers. Yeah. And now you just did it to America, the whole world. You just took that trauma and you like transformed it into some ridiculous. It was yeah. painful. And I can't believe that people are still loving toward it once they found out. Because when I was being traumatized as a child, I would just get angry. Um, so I was really shocked. But, but really, you know, just I just felt so much, so much love watching that. And but so what happens at the now? What happens at the end? Like now that's revealed, the audience has gone crazy, and like I don't—I mean, I only see the edits. Like I see people walking up the stairs. But like, what did the judges? Did they do any? Did you say anything to them after that? Like, did they be like? Did they comment to you like, "Oh my God, you really got us," or you just—that was it? Oh, that was it. And actually, I didn't even remember them commenting. My, you know. Everything happened so quickly for me. So they said, blah, 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 and then yes, 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 and then the audience is leaving. You're just like, and they just whisk you away? Well, it's, it's funny because the clown likes to stay on stage as long as possible. Yeah. And so I... You did a run around. You did a victory run. I did a victory the... run, and then I tried to give, I tried to as me, sort of as me, still a different character, to give egg shakers again. And then I couldn't find my mustache. And it turns out my mustache was here, but Terry was helping me look for the mustache. But it makes it seem like I was messing with him again. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then you just stand up and it's on him. The mustache is on right, his Right, that face. would be funny. <laughs> but um, it was really amazing because I got off stage and like all the people that I'd worked with were there. And and um, just... Oh, so everyone they, that was part of that whole hug. process, they were like, you did it, we fucking... Because that's a very, very multi-level complicated prank to pull yeah and to keep it quiet the whole time and for all of them to basically you know it was like the manhattan project like no one needs to know about this nuclear you know experiment yeah exactly that's exactly what it was like i mean in the whole day i was just in character all day right and so yeah. wherever you were no one knew you other than yeah so that it, so it wouldn't leak out and be like oh guys watch this, this is gonna happen They're gonna fucking right no right. so no one no one on location knew other than the people that were part of the thing that were yeah. all like, so that for them too, it must've been like, Oh my God. Cause it's a whole day. You're shooting two. So that was a, how many hours were there? Four hours. I was, well, I was there since 7am and right. I left at 9pm. Right, right, right. So it was a whole day, but it was amazing because I got so many fist bumps from the crew, from the, the, the boom operators, from everyone, because I think people just were just, yeah, I came off stage, the, the core group I was with, they were like, that was better than we could have ever imagined. That was amazing. And then when I went back into the, the holding area, like all the people who were checking people in, all these other produced, like all these people were just giving me such incredible feedback and just like high-fiving me, fist-bumping me. Even the people who like checked our bags coming in. Oh, they all saw it? They all saw it. Because when I came in, I had I had like a pair of scissors. And the guy's like, what are these scissors for? I'm like, I said, they're to trim my stang. <laughs> you call it your stang? <laughs> but they were there at the end. And they were like, that was really good. So <laughs> it, was, it was the best day of my life. Yeah. Oh, the my God. Day. And so 
and then you left there. Like what, what do you do after that? Like, did you, do you phone a friend? Do you soak in the tub? Like, I don't know. Like I would, like I have a ritual. I would just like, who, who are the, who are the core people that I call to sort of process what just happened? Because if not, I'm, I gotta have a high, 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 high show and then come home and like cry. I'll be crying, biking home, going, oh my God, that was so much fun. I'm so grateful. What? Okay, uh, cold sesame noodle. <laughs> you have to go back to yeah, your life. And nobody else knows about it. And it's like, yeah, no one and else you can't knows. can't really talk about it. Right. <laughs> so it was from April. And then you're never really sure if it's going to air. Because right. a lot of people are, a lot of people audition and they never, I had a pretty good idea, but still you never know. Right. Someone could say, well, and I was just, I was afraid because, you know, just the whole gender thing. And right, right. Is it drag? You know, is it a character? I thought maybe some, because it's for America. You know, it's right. mass consumption, like 8 p.m. weekday time slot. Yeah, is that going to be offensive? Is someone going to protest? Yeah, so the whole time I, I had no is idea. Is Paris, Texas signing a, you know, Are they change, come get me? change.org <laughs> petition to like... You've ruined the tourism for Paris, Texas. Right, something. right. But when I came back, I I started running in January. I'd never really run before. And so I was running around the track and I I was listening to like Roar by Katy Perry. And I was doing this like whole, I was running while doing this like whole victory dance. <laughs> and I was just, I was just beyond, you know, just calling my BFFs and, and um, yeah, just giving myself a really big hug. And like, yeah, wow. and I bought myself a new ukulele, so that was my oh, nice. My so, an actual a new, a, a brand new, okay. Yeah. And then, do you have the one that so then in that costume for Sunny, do you have like a is it in a little case? Is it like you have it somewhere or what? Oh, yeah, I because I still perform as Sunny, yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, yeah. so then here's okay, well, I want to do a little, I want to do a little bit of the process of this kind of assimilating that that happened, but then now. How do people book Sunny? How does that work? Because like it's also it's different. Because now, if people know who Sunny is, the gig is up. But then people that don't, it could be. But like, how does that? How do you stage? Like, if I were to have you come to the Laughter Comedy Club and say, "Okay, do a ten minute spot," like how would you do a ten minute spot for people that might know you, and then some people won't know you? Well, he's he's written a lot of songs. Okay. So I have songs that I play, and um, just a bunch of bumbling around is Sunny. Because people really, people really like him. Like the people who like him, like him. And right. so I've been doing shows at like this ukulele place and um, as Sonny doing his songs, his just ridiculous songs. And it's cool because I, I actually wrote names of songs. I wrote like a hundred songs and it was on a piece of paper in my pocket. And the numbers on the, the numbers on the songs on the paper in my pocket correspond to the numbers on the card. So. Oh, okay. So it's not like each flashcard has that it just you go number and then you pull out this and then that's yeah because okay. that was that, a whole other that game would be a whole other game play. too like well i gotta find the right yeah and the print is so small he doesn't have glasses on so i wanted to ask simon to borrow his readers like I was, oh my god right that's why i just had so much more game i wanted to play right i mean I was you so played plenty of games yeah i mean you i mean <laughs> right uh i'm thinking of i hear there's an am <laughs> I think there's an M. I feel there's an M in your life. There's a man or a woman or there's a person. Oh, it was a pet. It was a pet with an M. You know, like imagine you could just right. be doing all right. these things. Did you ever have a vegetable in your life that was <laughs> like meaningful or not meaningful? Did you ever have a vegetable you tried not to eat? You know, like how many? I mean, how many? 
games could you it's so fun because once i'm in sunny brain like sunny's a whole brain yeah it's a whole different different way of being when i'm in sunny brain yeah yeah that things are just backwards and funky and but and he, he's not neurodivergent he's just he's yeah, just yeah, sunny. yeah. Well, he's sunny. Just... but in my head i'm thinking this person is not getting any of the context clues everyone's giving feedback and sunny is not getting it like yeah. get to the song get in there and it's like it just keeps building it's yeah. so fun to watch now it's fun to watch because i know it's still fun to watch when you know the secret or you know it's it's kind of funny yeah. to watch it happen again it's it becomes a, it becomes like five different things you watch but that's time. interesting you know not getting the context clues but it wasn't so much i didn't get them it was just like i was like i've got to get those four x's oh well because but but <laughs> sunny i'm watching sunny going well sunny is just attached to all the little things he wants to do yeah i think and they're all pre- everything's so precious to sunny everything is so precious because I like to think it was like show and tell. Yeah. You know, when you're first grade, you're in show and tell. Yeah, he had very show and tell energy. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's true. Because he wasn't on AGT. He was in Sonny's universe. (laughs) But this is my show and tell. And this, no, I have twist ties. No, no, I use my twist ties that I saved from the original Ziploc. This is pre-Ziploc. The Ziploc is too fancy. We just used a little tie. I saved them. Some of them don't have the paper anymore, but I still have the little wire. I, I don't look green, but I am green. You know what I mean? Like, you I know think... sunny, sunny brain. You know sunny brain. I mean, look, I, I, I was abducted by sunny brain. What do you think I called you? Like, I'm the texture. Are you? I, mean, I literally was like, okay, Krista. I mean, she, I mean, and a part of me is like, I know. Did I dream she was in France? Did I dream this whole thing? Do I, remember, I know Krista? I remember I mean, was, talking oh. to you. I was standing outside the bathroom ready to get changed, and I was talking to you. When I was in France, yeah. Because I mean, because look, there was there's so much that has happened between the first year of the pandemic and now, and so I have very weird pieces of memories of things mm. during that. Like I think I spent the first month or two just on the fire escape because there was nowhere else. I didn't I wouldn't I didn't want to go out out because we didn't know. Yeah. And so the kind of trauma that was happening. So then I'm talking to people. Like you're, I'm going, how could she be in where the world is on fire and she's clowning right now? Like, yeah. And seems- we all wore masks. We yeah. had like these plastic masks we would wear when we did improvisations. We couldn't touch each other. Yeah. We were always getting tested. And yeah. And, and I was also I was I was working as a nurse before all this. And then I was in France and I was working remotely. They didn't really know I was working remotely, but then, and then I lost my job, thankfully, and I got paid until I finished school and then they gave me severance. So my whole life has changed. I'm not working as in a corporate, a corporate position anymore. And wow. So it's, it's been a whole process of like letting go of the person I thought I was. Um, and just, I also, did you decide to call it Paris, Texas? Because you were in France, and that was the origin of the was it an unconscious callback or a conscious deliberate? It was interesting. I was in a workshop. I was in a clowning workshop here in New York, and um, and the teacher, my friend Ed Malone, he he he's like, "Where's Sunny? Where's Sunny from?" And the and we were, what I think someone, I think he asked the class to ask me questions and they're like, where's he from? I said, Oh, Paris, Paris, Texas. Cause yeah, I love Paris. And, uh, for some reason, it's just that, that, 
funny the funny because you yeah. don't have a personal relationship with the town of Paris, Texas. No, and I don't have a vendetta against them. Okay, just want to clear we want to clear that up so they, that the world out there isn't like coming to get you. Yeah, exactly. Because they, but then there are some people from Paris. They're like, I know people like that in Paris. <laughs> 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 or those there are people who used to live in Paris. They're like people from Paris are like that. But it's nothing against Paris, Texas. I just I love the name Paris. I love that they have an Eiffel Tower and. It just seemed like someplace sweet, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it also like just sweet. it also just gives you an anchor of some, whether it's a lived experience or just the the idea of Paris, Texas, and the Eiffel Tower in Texas. Yeah, kind of gave you the little fun. Yeah, and uh, um, and and Sonny's career. My my cousin actually has a job where he does custom. He he has his own business. Uh, where he does custom upholstery embroidery work on the interiors. So he actually has a whole business that's very thriving. And um, I thought, oh, well, what could Sonny do? And I was like, oh, I think he's like a craftsperson. I think he's very particular and specific and right right because yeah. everything he's doing is like wow this is this is a person that if he doesn't have an etsy site he'll have one after this show Sonny <laughs> <laughs> needs an etsy site right yes, exactly Sonny's exactly. merch Sonny's merch yeah so now what what's next i mean what was it like so it aired when did it air because i'm only i live in youtube so i only i don't like, know when um, the actual air date was two Aug- months ago Okay. August 1st. August 1st. So then what was the trickle effect? Did people start recognizing you? I mean, you're not, you're not, you don't walk around with a cowboy hat on. Well, I, I did a little bit initially and people recognized Sonny on the street. I was in Queens, random spot in Queens in front of a ukulele store where we were filming something. And these as, as Sonny, as Sonny. And these three guys walked by, they're like these 20 year olds from France. They were French. And how funny th- it was so wild. And they said, we saw you on the TikTok today. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, It was like, it was just a, maybe a week after. And then I was, at, um, I was on Brighton beach and this woman, wait, were you on Brighton beach as Sonny or just in a bikini as, or- as me? But I, well, I kind of, I don't, I, I fully covered when I go to the beach. <laughs> And I'm like, I have an umbrella I have a, and I just wear it like head to toe. So I'm not in the sun. Yeah. 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 Um, well, you're very fair. I mean, I'm almost, I mean, I, when I go to the beach, I'm either in the water or covered in a blanket and a giant like lifeguard hat. I don't want any. Sunlight. Yeah. The sun is so toe. intense. It no. makes you so old. And, uh, but this woman was complimenting my, cha- my chair and she's like, Oh, it's sunny. I didn't know. I thought she meant it's sunny outside, but well, how do they suddenly the beach get is always it? Sunny. I think she, I, I guess I don't even know. We didn't even talk about it. But my she, friends like I, it's like I think she recognized you as Sunny, but I don't know if she just said it's Sunny outside. But it's always Sunny at the beach. So why would you say that? Right, right, right. So I think she recognized me. I don't know how. Huh? But maybe she. But the other people, because I mean, norm. I mean, I knew it was you just because I'm like, as soon as I'm like, oh my, wait. And then of course I'm thinking clowning. Oh my God, Fred. You know, all these little things came. Wow. You know. That's so wild because a few people called me that didn't know that I was going to be a, and so I just I love that people were surprised like that like oh my god it's Krista <laughs> right know? right yeah it just like and I was like what is she is she alive am I alive where am I it was all these it was just it was everything kind of just like flipped upside down I mean so that for only for the people that know you there's the additional like freak out like oh my yeah. god. <laughs> It just made me think, like, oh my god, the last time she was, yeah, masks, clowning school, France, yeah, and then here we are. So now, what's so? How did like? What's the like? I mean, it's it's been two months. Like, what happened? Like, I don't know how I would metabolize this. 
Like, how have mm-hmm. you metabolized emotionally this kind of super exposure? And then what next? Because it's not like there isn't um, like with American Idol, they all go on tour. The top 10 go on tour. They do. They do mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden and, you know, whatever the Allstate Arena, wherever they go around the world. But for America's Got Talent, everyone it's up to everyone to kind of do their own hustle. Um, yeah, that's what I'm finding because so the first month I just read comments and I just like played my piano and I went to the beach. That's that's what I did. Um, and I started writing songs <clears throat> and I, I did some shows. I got booked on some shows and people were like, oh, well, do you have an agent? Do you have a and I, it just really made me annoyed because it felt like, oh, I should be doing something different. And, and I didn't know, like it was unprecedented. Um, and it, I didn't even know. I was like, is this a big thing? Is it not? I don't know. So I was just in this kind of strange limbo land for, for about a month. And then, and then like three people have recommended me to their managers, but that's just been the last two weeks actually. Right. And one of them is kind of a big, a big thing. So that's kind of exciting. But I always felt like, oh, I should be doing more. I'm doing something wrong. But then, then I realized I was like, well, this whole thing, like God or the mysterious force, I'm like, I've been so taken care of and so guided throughout this whole process that wow I can just trust that I mean I need to take some actions but I feel like I'm not supposed to go out there and shake a bunch of trees or Mm, mm, knock mm, on mm. a bunch of doors I mean I started submitting things just in the last week to to different um, agencies and as well as just doing acting things Um, and I did a really good self-tape the other day for another character that I brought to um that would be for an, another show. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the whole thing. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing or am I doing the wrong thing? Am I doing I mean, how right does thing? anyone, what, what is the, I mean, even if it was a whatever, I guess if it was like a singer who does ballads, here's the people in that genre you should talk to. If it's a, you know, mm-hmm. a metal band, here's who you should talk to. But, and then comedians, here's a blah, blah. But for this particular type of comedy, which is so, I don't know. It's kind of flips everything upside down. Like, yeah. What, what, what is that? And, you know, I just feel like for me too, it's like, I have to trust the universe to like, I still need to take actions and participate, but there is, I don't know, universe or higher, whatever. Right. Something. Right. And I don't that, know how anyone does this business without having, come to me, you know, right. Because, it, because so, otherwise I know that forcing and pushing it doesn't make me feel good and I feel like it doesn't work. Right. Well, it's just like quicksand. Yeah. If you force and push, you just go down. Right. Right. And um, it's wild though, because I did, I talked to one of Andy Kaufman's best friends and um, yeah, so I've been reaching out to people just to say thank you for certain things. Like um, I do transcendental meditation and I've done it twice a day since the pandemic before that I was doing it once a day yeah. and so I, I just reached out to them to say because there are these like daily calls that, I, that I'm on that help help me do the meditation and and so I wrote them to say thank you and one of the people like sent it to you know this this friend of Andy Kaufman's because that was the whole community and that was a really big surprise and it was just so lovely right right um, and it's not so much like I don't feel like I'm doing things to get something. I just feel like I'm sharing with people and, and, um, but my goals, right. I want to, like, I've always admired Carol Burnett oh God. and, right, um, right, right. like to, to have a show like that. That's one of my, that's, that's on the board. 
right that's on the right. board and that's on, on my goal list but i'm also you know i uh i mean i'm a trained actor so to 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 um i, I really want to act right right and so when people when i'm sending out my my tape i'm like oh this is my acting abilities were showcased last month on america's got talent so right right <laughs> i mean that's because that's a that's quite a an act to completely submerge commit you you were going in the direction no matter what while you were putting all those little obstacles along the way i mean your direction was the obstacles yeah but it was great why is there a test of the new <laughs> A test of the emergency broadcast system. That was yeah. like, why is my phone doing that? But uh, I was thinking of. Uh, no, it's your phone. Oh my god. I hope we're okay. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is like the breaking news. Like we're doing a podcast, and every meanwhile there is a Tornadoes. meteor. There's a meteor coming to strike right. New York. Well, it's better that we're not. We don't know. About well, you it. know what? We're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna ta hashtag. <laughs> we there yeah. yet? We're almost there. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. But huh? I also think I think stand up. I, I guess I want to go back to stand up for a sec. Um, I feel like stand up really prepared me mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. this in terms of crowd work, like all the time spent with crowd work and mm -hmm. and. Um, I just think it's beautiful. Like, there's this rich tapestry of things that that have been in my life, like stand up, playwriting, clowning, taking shows to the fringe, just you know, putting work up. And um, I just think it's beautiful that it can come together in a way that, you know, when we follow our dreams too, all these things are right. I just feel harnessed. like the, they say the universe. When you show up for something, the universe conspires for it. You just have to make that choice and commit to it and keep going yeah yeah like when i went to france i i was very clear i was like oh i'm taking a risk but i thought you were crazy we're in a pandemic what are you doing those people you and i remember you mentioning that some people would go out and some people got COVID. you know people were like oh, not complying i'm like these out, are yeah. young kids <laughs> they don't give a shit you're gonna die you know it might you know all the panic i mean everything was yeah you know. but I, I i'd had two vaccinations by then oh yeah, so it was um oh, yeah. During was, the during the deep days of the pandemic, the school was closed. I was supposed to go there cuz I was my plan was to quit so my job and do it. So I was talking to you then in 2021? Yeah. Okay. Cuz it would have been this answer. Yeah, it would have been insane like why would you have a school no one would be Yeah. Okay. But then yeah, were it was probably November of 2021. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But still, it was. But I thought so. I must have. Well, obviously, I must have talked to you before then, and then, then you were there. Okay. Well, obviously, I knew you before that. Yeah. Just, it's kind of like all, they're all. This is kind of this weird pockets of like. Well, this person's in this folder of memory, and they're all kind of jumbled and done. Yeah, because I think we were talking during the pandemic a lot too. Right. Okay. That's why. Because I'm like, why would you? But I know I talked to you before. I think you had a, a touchdown. Like something great happened for you, and that's, I received your. Or something, something important happened to you, and I think I reached out to you because I saw it. Um. I must. I mean, I I got well after. Well, then my, my partner Sandy died, and one of the last things—not the last thing on his dying bed—but he said like he was also my manager, commercial manager. He's like, you know, you should do, you should dress up like a, you should get a lab coat and be like, you know, there's all these roles for like Asian tech, Asian scientists or something. You should do that. 
You know, like a nurse. I'm like, okay, okay. And I never shot it. I'm like, Ugh. I had the lab coat and the whatever. I think that's what you called me about. So then I got this yeah. on, the, on his birthday. I got I auditioned. Which, what day was it? It was April 1st, April Fool's, of course. And uh, he, he, was, he got me the role. But I just felt like, you know, I auditioned on Zoom for this, you know, Filipino nurse for, you know, uh, Dear Edward, which is on Apple TV. And it's about a, a kid, Edward. It's a New York Times bestseller. But Edward is this young boy who survives a plane crash and everyone else dies and so it's a story of him and then all the family's lives who are all going there's like grief groups on the show and everything of people all these different stories of people and how what and it's really all the other journeys of people in the context of the loss Mm -hmm. and i play the nurse that that checks him to see if he's how is he progressing and it's it's very it's super short really quick like you said like they shot all this stuff and then what do they use you know but uh, I got I auditioned in my kitchen here in Zoom on Zoom with my artist way friend who like, came over and like she's over here and I'm over there and she's like we were rehearsing and she's an oh, actress wow. too so she's giving me notes like hey well how about this or try this and why is he really you know kind of all it's a very simple nothing scene but it helped me like feel comfortable so when they came on the Zoom I'm like oh I have a reader here don't worry <laughs> I have a reader my friend from down this she happened to end up moving down the street it was like all these kind of oh, cosmic so nice. things that she was I'm like okay whenever you have the audition I'll, I'll come over and read just because they want a reader and I don't know and I'm oh my god it's so hard to but it's no reader. big deal I'm just gonna do this audition whatever I'm gonna be in a fake scrubs you know but I had I had a lab coat but it said nurse so I'm like well don't wear the lab coat just have a v-neck t-shirt and like look like a scrub and whatever anyway so it was just quick but i what was the whole point of this oh yeah so because i sent you the yeah the thing that had happened but uh i am so excited that we reconnect i'm so glad i just you you know the algorithm kind That's of just amazing sh- isn't that crazy yeah because i'm not i'm not i'm i'm i live in my little bubble here i run this little club and i just kind of do that and and that you found it is amazing. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other, I mean, this is a little side story for the listeners. Like, you know, the Laugh Tour, uh, dot com, uh, is a comedy club. that it's, It was a pop-up comedy show I started 13 years ago, you know, here at Art House in Jersey City and also up in um, Sullivan County and in Pennsylvania. I was just doing, it was, a, it, was, it was a Laugh Tour, T-O-U-R, because it was like, oh, it's a pop-up show that I do in lots of different venues. Oh, what a great way to bring all these different comics that I know to go, perform wherever these underserved areas that don't have comedy clubs that can have pop-up shows and then here we are 13 years later and i found a place right here in jersey city that is like right next to the water at the newport path station in the so the wall street area of jersey city that's it's dead on friday saturday nights but this place is busy because it's all corporate events mm-hmm. so i have this little event space that i have now because i they thought i was crazy because they're like, okay, okay, go at it. But for the last 20 years, I, they didn't tell me this, but they're thinking for 20 years, people have done comedy and music and whatever in that room and nothing worked. Wow. So they saw me like, oh, here's another, here's another dreamer. <laughs> you know, See yeah, you th- for a couple weeks. And yeah, 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 gone. whatever. Me and my little dream board with Sophia, my version of Sophia Vakar. <laughs> it's like 41 sold out shows, like 160 five-star Google reviews. And so it's like yeah. gone viral in this very small local way like the the new jersey you're looking for comedy it's the first hit you know that comes up even though i'm i'm nowhere near the major leagues like you know all the other clubs or in the city or in new jersey i'm I'm just this little tiny you know i'm like a i'm literally like a lemonade stand that made it yeah right cool right so uh, you should audition for america's got talent this year 
Oh my god! I should. Well, now I'm inspired. I'm like, okay, okay. And you have a story, you know. Oh my god, that's true. I have a. That would be yeah. Be interested to see what they do with the story because it's a lot of little pieces. Yeah, and don't audition just once. Audition. Go to every open call. Right. And submit right. a tape. Because okay. you never know. Right. That right. one. But it, it's funny because when I was there, I'd met all these producers because I had auditioned so many times. So I knew like 10 of them. So we were all like, hey. They're like, hey, son. I'm like, hey. <laughs> but but just do it as much as possible because you never know. Right. right. Who's going to get and be like fighting for you. Oh, my God. That's great. That's great. Because I'm also like, whatever. <laughs> I'm so like, I'm in the same like, this has happened. I quote unquote, I made it in Jersey City. Who but cares? Yeah, sign anymore? up. You know? Sign up today. Okay, I feel like I feel like we just did a double, a double within a within, with a, you know, yeah. a vision board within a vision. I'm sorry, a dream board within a vision board. Because I can see you on that stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's exciting and terrifying. You're looking at me. I feel like we're joining a cult. You're gonna be on the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm holding space for that. I'm yeah. open to it. It's like the most exciting experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So now, how can people, how can people find you and follow you? Like, what are you, uh, are you under both? What are you under? I'm going to stick with myself because Sunny does have an Instagram, but, but they were just like, you know, just, I talked to their social media people and they're like, just have it as you because you do so many different characters and right, it's right. going to give you the most um, traction. So it's, um, on, I'm on Instagram and TikTok as K-R-I-S-T-A underscore K-O-M-O-N-D-O-R. Um, also if you just Google Come Sunny. on. Door. Common door. That's because that's the the dogs with the really like dreadlocks, yeah, dread, dreadlocky <laughs> dogs, right? Dreadlocky right? dogs. Dreadlocky. Well, what what do they call it? They're just like shaggy, shaggy dogs. Shaggy, or, shaggy. Right. Yeah. So common door. The mops. Yeah. The mop door dogs. Um, so, or uh, Krista Commodore dot com. Okay. My website, which has a bunch of different characters. And then spell that, that again, so because people are going to be listening. Oh, spell uh, it. K R I S T A. K O M O N D O R dot com dot com. Okay. Well, I am so grateful that I reconnected with you. I'm this so is, grateful too. It's so, so cool. fun. <laughs> this is this has been WTY podcast. That's WTY POD. We there yet podcast. You can follow us. I don't know wherever. If you're listening to this, you're already following. But you can tell your friends, tell strangers, and uh, I'm so grateful you're here. Me too. This Thank is you such so a great much, story, Rich. and I'm just—it just makes me. You make well. I'm, I'll be submitting after this podcast. Yes. So why not start the process? Let's do it. I'll do it a hundred times. I don't care. Yeah. Sunny, Sunny's converted me to the Parisian. Texan. Don't don't take one no as the answer. Right. Well, you know, you I just collect as many no's as possible, because that's how you. I mean, look, I for 13 years this club was nothing. It was just like yeah. a lot of, I mean, a couple sold out shows here and there, but like, and then it's like, oh my God, well, we got 10 people, you know? That's amazing. And even this club was like, for the first year, we had like four people. Wow. Four people per show. You hung in. I didn't care. Well, look, after Sandy died, I'm like, I don't care. I need to do something other than be on grief Zooms every day. So I'm like, okay, we'll just do it. And the comics were happy because it was just the first time these places were open. Okay, we'll just do it with the door open and the fireplace on and we'll do it for four people. And we did it for a year with for four people. That's amazing. You just kept doing it. I think also the, the I don't know I'm not saying it's a gift but like I because of the loss of my partner it didn't matter like it, nothing could be worse than that so four people that was a victory five we have six people I remember texting the, the waitress oh my god we have six people today and <laughs> and you had the room with them they were so happy to have someone do well, look, something also at that time there was no one going out mm. 
So, I mean, there would be like maybe one or two people at the bar, but like in this room. So like, you know what? We'll do it. And they said, who cares? It's it's everything that then Omicron happened and people were like, stop coming. back. you know, like, like 20 tickets canceled. I'm like, oh my God, it's our first. It was like around Christmas. And so we're like, oh, it's going to happen. And then Omicron and it all got canceled. So then I was like, well, then I, I don't care. I'm just going to keep doing it. And that, that gave me the, the thing to keep going. So I think your story is amazing and I, I think my story is amazing. I think I needed to hear your story to keep going because part of me is like, okay, whatever. You know, I think... Yeah, I don't know what the future holds but the future is friendly and I know it's going to bring beautiful things. In my mind, I'm like, I'm in Malibu. I love it. And the future is friendly. The future is f- so abundant. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Oh. Thank Yay. you. Okay. Well, that's WTY Podcast. And I'm so glad to be here with Krista Commodore or Sunny. Sunny Chat Chatum. C H A T U U M from America's Got Talent. <laughs> I'm Rich Campbell. Thank you so much for joining us today. WTY. It's a comedy journey. <laughs> <laughs>